Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. This week, part two of New Vocal Discoveries with special guest Angela Verbrugge. Let's start by playing another track from Angela's album, The Night We Couldn't Say Goodnight. We talked about the album last week. Here's some more about it. I went to um, New York for rehearsal, but then just went in. We had a little, we had some rehearsal time and then just went straight into the studio. So I worked locally with musicians and with Miles Black on arrangements and others and uh, you know just really challenged myself to put together uh, a collection of some unusual arrangements, some uh, less frequently done uh, songs that I think should be part of the jazz standard arsenal and yeah and also some uh, some original material. I asked Angela for examples of some of those less frequently done standards. You know, on that Moonlight Sinatra album, um, it was a song called The Moon Was Yellow, and I uh, chose that for the album, and Cameron played this uh, beautiful sort of broken tenth bass line that, um, that the pianist had an idea for an arrangement. Ray Gallen had that arrangement idea, and sort of a kind of a tango-y, suspenseful feel, rather than the big orchestral kind of sound that uh, The Moon Was Yellow had been recorded with previously. Um, Love Walked In is on that album with a lesser known uh, verse that uh, is on that Gershwin classic. So that was fun. We put a cha-cha flair on the first time through. Um, I love that album of Della Reese's with all the cha-chas. So I like and my parents are taking ballroom dancing, so I oh, kind of <laughs> am thinking along those lines. And uh, yeah, the A Night in Tunisia uh, with the interlude lyrics is on the album. Um, of course, usually Night in Tunisia is performed with the classic arrangement, and we pared it down to just piano and voice and performed it as a ballad. Which one to play? How about The Moon Was Yellow? My love is mellow 
hopes are strong around that certain fellow. Behold, the moon is yellow and the night is young. Angela Verbruze, now from Victoria. Angela, upon my request, selected a number of different jazz singers, most of with whom I was unfamiliar, and I'm playing recordings by a few of them and inviting Angela to comment on why she selected them. I also selected a couple singers to introduce to her, and I'll be featuring one of them, perhaps my all-time favorite singer, later on in this program. Right now, though, from Angela's List. Sarah McKenzie. Now, I've never heard of her before. Uh, She is a young pianist vocalist that is uh, from Australia and working a lot in the European jazz festivals from what I've seen and really putting out some beautiful videos and performances kind of in the champion Fulton type um, style of both singing and and playing lovely swing tunes and yeah I just I liked her her um, originals and her confidence and her vintage approach while being a contemporary artist yeah she does seem very light in the way that she puts those songs across yeah, I think that she's she's a name that we'll hear more from. And she plays a pretty mean piano, too. Yes. From her 2019 album called Secrets of My Heart, Sarah McKenzie. Jokes. 
That's a song written and sung by Sarah McKenzie with bassist Pierre Bosegue, guitarist uh, Dan Wilson balancing his licks nicely with Sarah McKenzie's piano and Donald Edwards on drums. More from my chat with Angela Verbrugge. Becky Kilgore has a divine swing feel and such a sweet voice. I had a chance to work with her last year in New York at the um, hot jazz camp and uh, get to know her better. She also teaches in British Columbia at BC Swing Camp. Oh, really? In the summer now. Uh, she's taught, oh. I think, the last three years up there. Okay, because I've been to the BC Swing Camp a few times. That's where I met you. Yes. But I haven't been for a few years, so mm-hmm. she's there now. And she plays uh, rhythm guitar. And she's got some pretty amazing guitarists playing with her on this particular recording. Uh, Bucky and uh, John Pizzarelli. Not too shabby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rebecca, she just loves, uh, she's told me herself that she just loves 
to know lots of songs. Her, she mm-hmm. loved to. Her house is full of charts for um, songs that she either sings or wants to sing. And she has written some funny songs as well. Like she, there's one um, that you might want to check out called The Day I Learned French. And she had a dream that she woke up and she could speak French perfectly. Yeah. All right. I will definitely give that one a listen to. One of the things that really impressed me when I I, I listened to her version of that old devil called love was she's she sounds like she's totally unapologetic about being who she is. You know, you listen to the Billie Holiday version of that and uh, you listen to her doing and it's like she doesn't make any attempt to try to pretend to be Billie Holiday or to sound like her. I mean, it's it's almost more Doris Day or Julie London. Yes, yes. And um, I think that, again, that rooting in the tradition of the swing era in terms of her approach, I just, I, that's an aesthetic that I really dig. And I think a lot of contemporary vocalists or music schools um, encourage and funding sometimes goes to people who are doing really um, more modern jazz approaches and I like that Rebecca's repertoire and songs are are again really rooted in that tradition and she unearths some wonderful gems in her repertoire as well. It's that old devil called love again Gets behind me and keeps giving me that shove again Putting rain in my eyes, tears in my dreams And rocks in my heart It's that slide Son of a gun again He keeps telling me That I'm the lucky one again But I still have that rain Still have those tears And those rocks in my heart Suppose I didn't stay Ran away play that devil what a potion he would brew he'd follow me around build me up tear me down till I'd be so bewildered I wouldn't know what to do might as well give up the fight again I know darn When he sings that siren song I just gotta tag along With that old devil called love Mm -hmm. 
suppose I didn't stay Ran away, wouldn't play That devil, what a potion he would brew He'd follow me around Build me up, tear me down Till I'd be so bewildered I wouldn't know what to do Might as well Siren song. I've just got to tag along with that old devil called love. Very nice, Rebecca Kilgore. Now it's my turn to introduce my all time favorite vocalist to Angela and the rest of you although I have played him occasionally in past podcasts. I first heard him as a pop singer, Gene McDaniels, with a few top 40 hits in the early 1960s, like 100 Pounds of Clay, Tower of Strength, and Point of No Return, although apparently he had done some jamming before that with the likes of Miles Davis, so he really was a jazzy, as well as a rhythm and blues singer. Then he, he suddenly disappeared, And about four or five years after his last record, I heard that voice. It was 1970, singing a love song to America, protesting what the country had become. And now he was the left Reverend Eugene McDee, writing his own very much on-the-edge songs. Nothing like what he had been doing before. The album was called Outlaw. I bought it, fell in love with it. His subsequent release, Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse, has a very interesting story behind it. There was a number of prominent jazz musicians on it, and it ended up being cut, or at least having all promotion withdrawn by Atlantic Records shortly after its release, due to, at least so the story goes, a phone call from the vice president of the United States at the time, Spiro Agnew, to Atlantic Records, protesting its political content. Now, I do remember at the time looking all over for the album and finally finding it many years later. Um, The album was later rediscovered and songs were sampled by a number of hip-hop and beat groups like uh, Tribe Called Quest, for instance. Now, he did have a few songs that he had written make the rounds during that period, such as Compared to What?, which was a huge hit for Les McCann and Eddie Harris, and a number of tunes recorded by Roberta Flack, such as I Feel Like Making Love and Reverend Lee. Now, Feel Like Making Love has become a jazz standard. After his last album, 1975, he disappeared again. But I found him in the late 1990s and actually corresponded with him. He later then put out two new jazz-oriented albums, His last one was called Evolution's Child, with pianist Ted Brincato and some tracks with Ron Carter on bass and drummer Terry Lynn Carrington. I'll play three Gene or Eugene McDaniels tracks from the different eras, all of them so different from each other, starting with his last one from 2009, two years before his death. 
He wrote a lot of original music and lyrics and also added lyrics to some jazz classics on this album. Here's an example of the latter, Wayne Shorter's Footprints, here titled Kingdom of the Unknown. Eugene McDaniels with Ted Brancato on piano and Michael Albert on English horn. Give a listen to this. But find confusion Seeking control of the kingdom Of the unknown Looking for love Down a road that we all travel Finding ourselves is the truth We must unravel in hopes of finding the kingdom of the
which goes on forever. Serial monogamy soon becomes the treasure, eluding the keys to the kingdom of the unknown. Eluding the keys to the kingdom of the unknown. Eluding the keys to the kingdom. Of the unknown. Wow. Richie McDaniels with uh, pianist Ted Brent Cattle. Although Gene McDaniels was promoted as a pop singer in the early 60s, uh, as I mentioned before, he did have impressive jazz roots, sometimes even sitting in with Miles Davis, apparently. And Liberty Records did allow him to make one album in 1963 where he was allowed to demonstrate some of his jazz vocal chops. It was called The Wonderful World of Gene McDaniels and had arrangements by Marty Page who had worked a lot with Mel Torme and other jazz singers. I won the album from a radio station and totally fell in love with it. Along with records by Nina Simone, Ray Charles, and Jack Teagarden, it became my introduction to jazz. Here is his version of Frank Lusser's I Believe in You from 1963, and I'll follow it just to show you the contrast with something from the 1971 Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse album, that one that was um, basically banned as a result of uh, political pressure. This is from the left Reverend Eugene McDee. Gene McDaniels, followed by Eugene McDaniels. Eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth Yet there's that upturned chin And the grin of impetuous youth Oh, I believe in you I believe in you I hear the sound of good solid judgment whenever you talk yet there's that bold brave bring up the tiger that quickens your walk My faith in my fellow man All but falls apart I've but to feel your hand grasp in mine And I take heart I take heart To see the cool, clear eyes Of a seeker of wisdom and truth 
that slam, bang, tang, reminiscent of gin and the That slam, bang, tang, reminiscent of gin and vermouth.
Pretty hard-hitting with drummer Alphonse Mouzon, Miroslav Vito's on acoustic bass, Richard Resnikoff guitar, pianist Harry Whitaker, and electric bassist Gary King from Eugene McDaniel's Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse. Now, um, just one more tidbit about Eugene McDaniel's. He put out an album in 1973, supposedly, it was advertised in a Schwann catalog of that year, and it featured the likes of Herbie Hancock, Miroslav Vitos, and I think Jack DeJeanette, and other well-known jazz artists playing with him. And the record never happened because the master tapes got stolen, and they have never been found. Wouldn't it be something if they were one day found? <laughs> I'll be very curious to hear from Angela Verruge, who's been introducing me to a number of great, not-too-well-known singers, what she thinks of Jean or Eugene McDaniels. Back to some more choices from Angela and the fun discussions we had. Angela, when I first came here into your studio, I was mentioning that there is one singer of the ones you gave me that I didn't really care for, Tessa Souter. But you told me so many things about her that have really inspired me to want to give her another listen. Tessa has an incredible story. Um, she's someone I met at Mesro one night in New York. She's married um, to a jazz musician who was playing that night, a drummer, Billy Drummond. And uh, we ended up going to see Veronica Swift together at Birdland and hanging out. And as I got to know her and heard more of her story, I hadn't heard of her before, so I went on and listened to her, her albums, and she's really performing in a lot of high-profile uh, venues and is back in her native England. But um, to make a long story short, she came from a fairly troubled family, um, a single mom, and uh, she became a mom at a young age herself and was um, struggling to to uh, make her way in the world and through hard work and perseverance and um, she came to the US and she ended up writing articles for uh, quite well-known publications like I think Cosmopolitan or Vanity Fair like the quite you know um, amazing journey to becoming a sought-after um, journalist and uh, then she wrote she, then she started, people said, oh, you have an amazing voice. And um, she per started pursuing jazz singing and also had um, a lot of well-reviewed uh, albums and got um, with great labels and agents and, you know, is taking her music around the world. And she wrote a book called Anything I Can Do, You Can Do Better and has recently, I think, reissued that on um, for Kindle and whatnot. So um, she tries to inspire others to to work hard and um, and uh, be confident and 
um, be organized and put themselves out there and, and live their dreams. She's really playing with arrangements and um, more a more contemporary sound for sure. Her most recent album is called A Picture in Black and White and it's her story of um, she didn't know her father growing up. Um, her she's a, she's a you know from England, and uh, her her mom is white, and she's very pale British white, and she'd always been told that her father was. Now this is a fascinating story, and I'm going to let Tessa Souter tell her own story here, then follow it with her rendition of that McCoy Tyner tune, Contemplation, from that latest album. So this album. next song is. Um... It's now called Ancestors because a dear friend of mine, Vicky Burns, wrote a new lyric to McCoy Tyner's Contemplation. And I've just recorded it, or rather, not just recorded it, but the album is going to come out soon. I'm just mastering an album which is kind of dedicated to my ancestors and inspired by them because when I was 28, I found out that um, my birth father, well, I found out two things. One, my birth father was alive and had not died in a plane crash and um, before I was born. And two, that um, he was not Spanish, as I'd also been told, but um, Afro-Caribbean. So um, that sort of set me off on this big odyssey to find out about my heritage. And uh, this song is... Uh, that seems to me a very appropriate song to be on that album. So this is now Ancestors by Vicky Burns and McCoy Tyner. Long will they wait for you Waiting for you to remember Listen Sisters call Voices that whisper and sigh in the wind Long will they 
Vanessa Suter. Today, part two of my introduction to a few new singers, thanks to the inspiration of Victoria jazz singer Angela Verbrugge. Last week, Angela and I talked a bit about the whole male-female thing as it relates to jazz singing, playing, and listening, and I let it slip that I still hadn't found a Canadian male jazz singer who I really liked, even though I've heard a lot of amazing female jazz singers in Canada. We play alto saxophone. We probably listen to more alto than tenor sax. And I think for female vocalists like me, I listen to more female voice than male. And maybe you listen to more to more male singers as, you know... No, I, I, I listen pretty both. much to both. both yeah. In fact, one of the things I've I've been on the search for uh-huh. is for a uh, really top quality male vocalist who's Canadian, and I haven't mm-hmm. found one yet. But you might have to add Johnny Summers into this. Oh, uh, interesting. List. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll give a listen to Johnny Summers from Calgary. Here's a live recording with the Calgary Jazz Orchestra, where he sings and plays trumpet on Walter Donald- Donaldson's and Gus Kahn's "Love Me or Leave Me." Love me or leave me, let me be lonely You won't believe me, I love you only Rather be lonely than happy, somebody Night time is the right time for kissing But it's my time for reminiscing Regretting instead of forgetting somebody else
that someone is you. Oh, 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 oh. I intend to be independently blue. I want your love, but I don't want tomorrow. Having to dream. Not a bad rendition of that tune by Calgary's Johnny Summers. I'll have to hear more of him. Next, Angela introduced me to another Canadian singer, one who is such a shining light in the Vancouver jazz scene, but whose life was recently cut short from a car accident earlier this year. The album was ironically called Endings Rarely Are, and hopefully her music will live on. Here she is with I'll Be Seeing You, Natasha D'Agostino. small 
cafe, the park across the way, the children's carousel, the chestnut trees, the wishing well. I'll be seeing you in every lovely summer day, in everything that's light and gay. I'll always think of you that way. I'll find you in the morning sun and when the night is new. I'll be looking at the moon, but I'll be The late, great, and much-loved Natasha D'Agostino. Well, my musical date with Angela Verbrugge is drawing to a close. Thank you for introducing me to some of those wonderful singers, Angela. Ending off with a male vocalist who is a great new discovery to this me. This next guy, he kind of blew me away, actually. This guy's really good. <laughs> This version of Close to You, uh, and then I heard another one where he did kind of a Frank Sinatra crooning thing, Benny Benek Third. Yes, here we have another incredible multi-instrumentalist. He's like vocalist as well as a trumpeter. I think he probably also plays piano and other things, but he, I met him at the Vancouver Jazz Festival a number of years ago and was like, wow, who is this? And um, subscribed to his newsletter and started following him on social media and just really love his voice and his enthusiasm. He put out a, um, a release with Christian McBride recently and has been now touring with Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, really? Yeah, he okay. got into that. So he's really um, working so hard at his music and just has such a, such a charm, such charisma on stage. And uh, I think you'll hear on his recording as well. Thank you, Angela, for being on this program, and good luck to you as you work hard to get your own music out there. I hope this podcast is of some assistance and also helps our listeners discover other great singers. You've been listening to Discovering Jazz, coming your way through Peterborough Independent Podcasters, Apple Music, and other podcast hosting sites. My name is Larry Sademan, saying bye for now, and taking you home with Benny Benek III and a wild arrangement of a Burt Bacharach tune made famous by the Carpenters. to be close to you why do stars fall down from the sky every time you walk by just like me they long to be close to you and 
on the day that you were born, the angels got together and decided to create a dream come true. So they sprinkled moon dust in your hair of gold and starlight in your eyes of blue. That is why all the guys in town follow you all around. Just like me, they long to be close to you. Suddenly appear every time you are near. Just like me, they long to be close to you. Why do stars fall down from the sky every time you walk by? Just like me, they long to be close to you. The day that you were born, the angels got together and decided to create a dream come true. So they sprinkled moon dust in your hair of gold and starlight in your eyes of blue. That is why all the guys in town follow you all around. Just like me, they long to be. Oh, 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 oh. 